You are listening to Propelling, a Micro Drones podcast. Welcome to another episode of Propelling. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. Joining us on the podcast today is Samuel Flick, sales manager for Central Europe, to discuss how drone LIDAR helps businesses and can improve survey efficiency. Samuel, welcome. Hello, Shelby. Thank you for having me. So first off, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you found your way to micro drones. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Samuel Flick. I'm 31 years old, working for micro drones in Germany since 2015. Um, before that, I was a self-employed, self-expert with um, over 10 years of experience in the field and always um, very interested in the new techniques. So I landed at micro drones and um, started my career there. So in your role there, uh, you're the sales manager for Central Europe. So that covers, uh, you know, a broad variety of countries, industries, and, and companies. Starting at square one then, let's, um, let me ask you, what is LIDAR for our purposes today? And can you give our listeners an idea of the wide range of uses for it, especially uh, when it pertains to microdrones? Yes, as you said, it's uh, Central Europe is a big region, so um, we have uh, insights for Germany, for the Benelux states, but also for the eastern part, um, and um, they all have, I would say, a little different uh, need in the in the um, mapping methods, but um, they all have a good benefit from the from the lighter business. So lighter for them means um, they could do their um, normal work that they have to do every day a um, lot easier and um, more efficient. And um, yeah, so it's it's very interesting uh, to see the different type of businesses. This could be construction, this could be serving mapping, this could be engineer mapping um, to see how they use the LIDAR systems in the field. And yeah, it's getting more and more interesting for, for all these companies. So, you know, particularly within construction, for example. Uh, so typically a company comes in and, and they're looking for a way to uh, to, to survey. Uh, what were the old methods uh, that that would get done and how does that compare to, uh, to what LIDAR can do? I would say old methods, let's call it, we, we, we go with the GPS rover on site uh-huh. and uh, do some shots and uh, make some measure- measurements which is also a good method to collect data, but it's very time consuming. And, um, you know, depending on the area, it's, it could be safety risks, but as I said, a lot of time to, to do in the, in the field. Um, and sometimes it's not precise enough. So um, let's assume we have a um, kind of an area like, uh, let's say 500 to 100 meters, and mm-hmm. you have to uh, collect data from the, from the whole area. You would probably need some, you know, half a day or until uh, up to a day, depending on the area, uh, with a GPS rover to survey this area. By using a LiDAR system, you just need to fly over this area, have some uh, check shots to, to um, you know, assess the data at the end. And you would probably need like 20 minutes for the whole job. And then you, 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 you collect your drone, get into the office and process the data in our software, which takes you another 30 minutes. And then you can start working on your on your data. So um, that means today um, you can save really a lot of time 
uh, by using the LIDAR uh, method. I'm curious, just kind of uh, from a historical perspective, before uh, GPS, uh, how was that done? This was done uh, even more time-consuming. Um, you have to set yourself up with uh, uh, with your mapping equipment, um, have to find the right net, uh, to say the reference network, um, and then really to measure with angles and um, yeah, with two people in the field um, to get those data. So GPS really helped uh, back in the 90s and 2000s uh, to uh, you know to be more efficient. And that's, that story uh, is exactly today with the drone. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, today, uh, in the future, for in, in five or ten years, uh, we will laugh about that and say, okay, you know, back in the 2015 up to 2021, like today, uh, you know, this whole, whole thing started with the drones. Right, right. It's amazing how fast uh, technology has has changed. The various industries that rely on this type of, surveying equipment and just the immense amount of time that can be saved. I mean, if you think, you know, the example you're giving, you know, of that space, maybe that's just a, a nice, flat, you know, mostly visible area. Uh, what do you do about those uh, those survey jobs that are uh, a lot more, uh, you know, larger in size and varying depths and 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 you know, curves that you really can't uh, take a look at and, and see from a glance. Yeah, in this case, uh, you know, by do, doing that by, 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 by foot, you know, going through and, and, and trying to make uh, that happen with the GPS station or, you know, with the GPS rover, it, it's really hard. Sometimes it's not even possible when you don't see the sky, the GPS antenna will not see any uh, satellite to, you know, well, as a reference. So um, for this type of, um, of work, you would need kind of a LiDAR system. And even, I'm, I'm not just saying a drone system because they really need LiDAR. Let's call it, if you, if you go with a photogrammetry system and you have vegetation in between and, and something like that, you, you are not even able to get data with, uh, with a drone. So with a drone and a LiDAR system, um, this is still a difficult job because if you don't see the drone, you know, you need to I uh, have a good flight plan before and, um, you know, also to, to, to see the safety risks and all the, all the things. So you have to have good planning up front. But if something can do this type of job, definitely a LiDAR tool would be one good tool uh, to use for that. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not very easy, but it's, you know, with a good planning, you can handle it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, Samuel, what would you say is most misunderstood about LiDAR technology? Today, I would say um, when I think about what my customers or the leads where I'm talking to, mm -hmm. contacts I'm talking to, I would say the, the most misunderstanding is uh, the price range for the LiDAR systems. For sure, when we when, when the industry starts to, to bring out this, this LiDAR systems, to show this LiDAR systems to the market, it was very highly cost behind that. So we, we talked about hundreds of thousands of euros. And um, for sure, this is something, you know, when you invest into a drone, like let's say 100,000 euros, you need to have the right projects and, you know, that you that you get your money back and your investment back in a, in a good amount of time. So, but today we launched a, a service in, last, in, in the last year, in May 2020, which is called MDAS. It's in Microtrons as a Service. Uh, 
And uh, this is a system where our clients can purchase lighter systems within a third of the of the price. So systems what which uh, cost before like 100,000 euros, you can buy it now for almost 30,000 euros. And that is um, something which is very, very interesting now for, for the market. How does that work? Is it, uh, you know, is, is it renting the, the, you know, the, the LiDAR drones and, and that technology? Or uh, how, how are you able to bring that cost down? To answer the question, yes, it's, it's renting as well. So we have two, two systems. You can either rent it or buy the system. Um, but it's, it's linked to our software. So you have at the one part, you choose the way how to get the, how to get the hardware, which is needed to have good data to, to even be in the position to have good data. So you have to have a good drone with a good so uh, sensor and all that uh, stuff inside, which is integrated by micro drones. It's the one thing. But the other big thing is also the software. And the software is, um, yeah, is a part which is also developed by micro drones and what we give to our customers. Mm -hmm. The, um, how often the customer would need. And then, depending uh, what makes more sense for them, they could pay either uh, pay for a project or pay unlimited, like a flat rate. So, and that helped us to um, reduce the cost. So, we're not just uh, relying on the uh, selling the hardware, it's also a piece of software, but only when the, when the customer really needs the software. So, he's not paying for anything he, he's not, uh, he doesn't need. And that's probably a concern that you hear a lot from uh, from your your customers that you know they they may be afraid of a a large expenditure like this, and they're afraid that they're not going to get the use out of it that they need. Um, how do you allay those concerns? I would say it's it's really depending on the on the client. I I wouldn't say that every client who is a serving mapping office um, should use a drone. It's uh, you know it's definitely not. But it's uh, looking at the at the work what he is what they are doing today, and to see okay what type of projects they have, um, how often they do this type of projects, um, and then what is the quality of data they need, and um, as well how often they need that. Looking looking at this. I think gives a good um, view of if they are a potential drone user or not. And if so, I think we have enough um, yeah, points to discuss then how, how the drone uh, could be used and, and how, could, how it could be cost effective for them. So yeah, it's, so the message is it's not, not for everyone, everybody, but it's uh, really a lot of people can, could use a drone if they really think about the projects what they have. Right. Well, I think that's the that's the benefit of speaking to someone with that expertise because they can they can just talk to you and they can you know you will tell them uh, you know what they need and you're not necessarily going to fit them with you know the the Cadillac of solutions when they just need you know something a little more economical um, or you know maybe that's not the solution for them at all so you're able to to give that uh, that knowledge and and knowledge base right. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, as I, as I said, it's, um, we need to look first, uh, from the, I'd say, from the result they want to have and the status they are in. And then we, we see which system makes sense. Does it make sense to use a drone? And if so, for sure, we will provide a good solution for them and, and find a good way to work together. Um, you know, but we are not just only selling, hard selling drones and, you know, like doing only numbers. It's, it's really the client at the end and what they want to, 
uh, get this result, and then we go to the next steps. Right. Well, so as we uh, start to, to wrap up our conversation today, in talking about micro drones and, and the, uh, the products and services that they offer, how is micro drones improving LiDAR and its data for customers? It all starts with a good system. You need to have a good hardware, good sensors. But as I said earlier, this is just one part. The other part is the software. So, um, okay, at one, at one point you have, let's say, good quality uh, gathered data. But then you have to do something with it. Mm-hmm. You have point clouds, which have some noise, which has outliers. You have the integration of the sensors, which give foresight angles and all these things. And um, where we improve the data is with our software algorithm, where we um, yeah, give the client tools uh, in the hand to, to really um, work with the point cloud um, to make the data, you know, to, to edit the data. So to get really the result they want to have. So if, if someone want to have a very thin point cloud with a high accuracy, with a direct point cloud polarization, he can all do that in our software. And that is what I think um, is a big value to the customer. And this is not, not even at the end. So this is just at the start, at the beginning. And we already provide a lot of modules to our customers. But um, we are also... Um, investing a lot into new development, into new modules, into the next steps, uh, because we listen to our customers and um, there are some requests also, and we try to follow it and um, to give a good good solution in software also for, for the future. Samuel Flick, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Shelby. And that does it for this episode of Propelling. Be sure to subscribe to future episodes of Propelling to stay up to date on thought leadership in the industry. Until next time, I'm Shelby Skirhawk. Propelling, a micro drones podcast.